0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Topics with Tim podcast. Thank you for joining me today. This is Topics with Tim for the listener with a variety of tastes. For those of you who listen, often you know I bring a lot of things to the table. Nutrition, fitness, Harry Potter, NFL, NBA, the list goes on. Now today I'm going to be continuing a series that I started about a week ago where I'm going to be going over the top ingredients that we all need to avoid as much as possible. It's likely that you're not gonna be able to avoid this particular ingredient 100% of the time, but if you can get it 90 to 95% out of your diet, you will be better off for it. And that is the, the argument that I'm going to be trying to make to you. I'm trying to convince you, I'm trying to persuade you to check your labels, read those ingredients labels on the back of your foods so that you know what is going in your body cuz you are what you eat that is not that is i know that's sort of a cliche but it's true your body uses what you eat and actually it fuels your cells to remake everything in your body on a consistent basis your liver your those things are made by cells and those cells die and are born again over time and so what you are what you eat becomes what you are literally because it fuels your cells, which then remake themselves again and over and over again a million times to where your, your liver is not the same liver it was 10 years ago because a bunch of new cells have taken over and a bunch of cells have died. It's So you are what you eat. So the foundation is making sure that you're eating the right foods, that you're eating the things that are you, that are meant and natural for you to eat as a human being, to live your best life, for your cells to live their best lives before they die and are replaced, you need to be eating proper, nutritious, natural foods. This ingredient that I'm going to be talking about today is none of the above. It is not natural. It is man-made, chemically altered multiple times. It is proven over and over again. If you, again, there are certain sources, unfortunately, the the soda industries and other industries that are very, very, very profitable will pay for studies or will hide studies that are done clearly showing that their foods cause things like cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all sorts of issues. They will either hide those studies or they will pay certain doctors, certain people to promote their food and say their food's totally fine and and it's totally safe. So you really need to be careful of who your sources are and are those sources trustworthy, how much bias are involved in those sources. And as you'll notice, if you, you know, generally look up stuff about soda and different things, you'll find stuff, but it'll be from, you know, Hey, they were paid by Coca-Cola, Pepsi different companies to, and those, those, you have to throw those studies out the window because you know, the incentive there is to not really promote the truth because that would hurt the bottom line of Pepsi and Coca-Cola and soft drinks and all the other companies that promote these horrible foods, which kill us slowly. This ingredient in particular is called high fructose corn syrup, I can guarantee, I have 100% certainty, you have consumed this at some point in your life, probably unknowingly in many ways, it is in almost everything, guys, start looking at your labels, look for high fructose corn syrup, cookies, soft drinks, bread, peanut butters, I see it all the time, I saw it in uh, tomato soup, Campbell's tomato soup has it, it's everywhere it's it's crazy and unfortunately and what i'm here to tell you is this is and actually it's actually worse than regular table sugar and i'll explain why not that table sugar is amazing for you by any means we all know that if you go over about 35 the general safe range for any sort of sugar is about 28 to 35 grams per day you get that from some vegetables have sugar you get that from fruits you get that from you know other things so that's not a lot of sugar to really have and you'll get it already from natural things and that mu- that amount but now it's in everything but anyway we're here to focus on high fructose corn syrup specifically and why it's actually worse for you than table syrup. But first, let's talk a little bit about the history. So this is a sweetener made from corn, kind of crazy, cornstarch. And it was introduced in, I believe the 1950s by a guy named Richard O. Marshall. And it was first produced by him because he created an enzyme called glucose isomerase, kind of a weird word there. So what this enzyme did is it rearrange the composition of the glucose in corn syrup turning it into fructose okay so let me let me say that again he created an enzyme that you could man made artificially take this regular glucose sugar in from that comes from corn and you can actually s- turn it into a glucose or sorry sorry turn it into fructose so fructose, the, the the danger of fructose is it's worse for you than glucose because the process of fructose is the burden is 100% on your liver. So basically your liver makes a decision. Sugar gets into your liver. Your liver decides, okay, I'm either going to burn this off right now, going to release this into the bloodstream. I'm going to store it, maybe because you know, your, your liver stores about 2,000 calories worth of glycogen that it can pull from, which is why you you can go for you know, some certain amount of days without eating because you have this extra store of glycogen in your liver or it chooses to immediately store it as fat. Regular glucose, only about 20% of that glucose is processed by the liver. The rest is goes into other areas that helps in that process. Fructose however, goes 100% to your liver, The entire burden is on your liver to process that. And typically, fructose basically hijacks the process and goes straight as a fat. Your liver won't burn it. Your liver won't store it. Your liver will immediately turn into fat. This is a problem. This is a big problem, All right? Especially if it's consumed in any sort of excess because it's going straight to, it's going to be converted straight to fat. Just super, super fast. And we all know, The more fat you carry on you, the higher your body fat percentage is, the more you are susceptible to a whole host of chronic diseases. And of course, if you now have chronic diseases, well, now you're susceptible to, well, feeling terrible, number one, and also other sicknesses that are now out in the world and or have been out in the world. You are way more susceptible to those if you have these pre-existing conditions. So it's really important to make sure you keep your body fat low, so that way you will do not have chronic diseases and therefore not susceptible to viruses and things like that. You can Your body can fight them off a lot faster. So if you're looking to lose weight, if you're looking to maintain your weight, high fructose quart syrup is going to be a absolutely terrible, terrible option for you because again, it's just going to be poof, straight to fat, ter- turns off the, the sort of decision making of your liver on what to do with it. If it wants to burn it, do something else. Nope. Just immediately, boom, fat. It's one of the quickest forming to fat, so you don't want it. This this is just not a good thing. And I have I've been researching this, and there's man I could go on and on, and I'm gonna go on and on because I want I want to make sure you know and are informed of these facts, and and just hopefully this motivates you when you see the full picture of oh my gosh this is a really ingredient I gotta watch out for. So another thing that fructose does, and fructose specifically in this high fructose corn syrup is sort of it's called it's, it's what's called unbound. So regularly a regular table sugar would have glu- some glucose and fructose mainly glucose and it would be bound it would be it would be connected right but now we have this high fructose corn syrup which is now more fructose and is now unbound so it's not even it's not even combined it's kind of unbound and that can actually cause tissue damage as well as what we just talked about with it being converted very quickly to fat It also decreases signaling to your central nervous system and that in turn Stops these key signals, you have these key hormones, leptin and insulin, which help regulate your mood, help regulate how hungry you are, if you're full or not. These are really important hormones for just, you know, your body telling you, signaling you when you, when you need to stop eating. Now, again, this high-fructose corn syrup actually stops those signals from getting where they need to go, so you will eat more. You will not know when you're full. You will not have these regulatory hormones to help stop you from from eating excessively, which will then cause you to be obese, chronic disease, susceptibility, death, at the end of the day. Another issue with these high fructose corn syrup is they now they ran chemical tests on eleven different soft drinks, which high, soft drinks are notorious for for having high fructose corn syrup, and they have astonishingly the word they used was astonishingly so very a lot um, has high levels of what's called a reactive carbonyl okay reactive carbonyl these essentially cause tissue damage as well as what we just talked about so an astonishingly high number of them again created from these soft drinks which maintain most of their calories are from that high fructose corn syrup another another thing i know i'm just adding to the list here but i, I gotta I, I can't i gotta tell you the truth here is it raises your triglycerides, AKL, and we talked about this on my last podcast. We talked about the difference between HDL and LDL and your cholesterol and how HDL is good cholesterol and that helps keep your, remember we taught, I don't know if you remember, if those of you listening, we talked about your highways, sort of, I was using that as a metaphor for your blood vessels and how you will need to keep those highways clean so that way cells can get to and from when they need to go. And if there are nicks and things that happen in your, in your artery, then cholesterol is what comes and puts a band-aid, puts a patch on it, and allows traffic to continue to move and heals those nicks in your arteries. And again, HDL is the good cholesterol that will clean up that accident real quick, and get you back on the road. LDL is a really poor form of cholesterol that is sloppy, that will clog the your arteries, that will not allow healing to take place and will not clear those those blood vessels. So this also, this this high fructose corn syrup raises your levels of LDL, that that really poor form of cholesterol that is not not good for protecting your arteries. Another thing about high fructose corn syrup, it ha- has no vitamins or mineral content at at all. Nothing. No vitamins, no minerals, you're not getting any sort of benefit at all with that. It um, actually even interferes with your heart's use of a few different, mi- a few different minerals. So it's just, man, it's just bad. And I guess another thing too, is that typically high fructose corn syrup comes from corn and most corn that is used to then make high fructose corn syrup is, is what we call GMO is genetically modified. And that. Anything genetically modified usually contains its own risks because it's not natural in nature. It's it's man-made, man-altered, and that can cause uh, issues. I won't go too much into GMOs on this particular podcast. It's probably something I'll do in the future. But again, most of this high fructose is coming from GMO corn. And uh, one of the things about GMO is it, it will increase your risk of corn allergies and even make it to where you can't even have regular non-GMO corn products because you'll develop an allergy to it that's one of the one of the many um, things that will will hurt that now the reason why this got so popular in the in the 70s especially is because well it's just incredibly cheap and we talked about this with the hydrogenated oils that same process right it was cheaper to to put hydrogenated oils into foods because again it makes it cheaper it makes it tastier and it makes it last longer more. It can stay on the shelf longer. So again, a lot of incentives for these companies to use, to switch from using regular table sugar or using sucrose to then using high fructose corn syrup. It's cheap. So unfortunately that, that is a factor. And we know that the corn industry it's a multi-billion dollar industry this is a massive injury this is and this is a industry that is sadly subsidized by the government and I, i was reading about this today just interesting that the the subsidies for different crops are pretty much all of the crops that are then used to produce junk food Corn being a major one of them, sugar beets being another one, highly subsidized, highly profitable to produce these things. And that's sad. It's sad that we can't try to make broccoli more profitable. That's why, that's why it will co- it will che- be cheaper for you to buy a loaf of bread in the store than it would be to buy a pound of broccoli because that the corn is, 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 is subsidized. The wheat is subsidized, the sugar is subsidized. And so therefore it's just, it's cheaper. So it's actually going to cost you more to eat healthier and cost you less to eat worse. So hopefully one day, maybe we can turn it around and get some more healthier crops are the ones that are subsidized and incentivized. But again, you as a consumer, you vote with your dollar. And so if you want this to change, you're going to have to start voting with your dollar elsewhere to sort of change, change the industry and where it's going. Now, one thing that was a positive I learned through all this is that our consumption overall of high fructose corn syrup has actually dropped considerably, I think from about 40-something million to 27 million, something like that. So it has dropped pretty significantly because I think the word has gone out that this is just a terrible ingredient for your body, and it it definitely has a lot of... A lot more people are knowledgeable and aware of this, and know this is something to avoid. In fact, the, the corn industry actually just tried to recently get their so they could change the name of high fructose they, you know, high fructose corn syrup has gotten kind of a bad rap, and people know about it. And so, what they wanted to do is they wanted to change it to corn syrup or corn sugar. They wanted to change the ingredient labels so that way, you know, you would forget and you would just think, "Oh, corn sugar. That doesn't sound so bad. Sugar from corn can't be too bad, but it's it's the same thing. They just wanted to relabel it because you know, they could hide it from you again." So, sad to see that those there are people out in this world who are who will make a profit, looking to make a profit above all else, but that's just uh, the nature of of humanity to some extent. Now, if you're looking on the back of your label, a couple other names you want to be aware of that could be that are high fructose corn syrup that will not Say high fructose corn syrup, or chicory, is a is a certain name you'll see. You'll see inulin, i n u l i n. You'll see isoglucose. You'll see glucose-fructose syrup, and you'll see fruit fructose. These are other names that are also high fructose corn syrup, that they just name differently. Again, to try to kind of hide hide that from you. So, now I know I'm this is bad news. And it sucks because there's so many things that contain it. It's literally almost impossible to avoid. And it, it makes me sad, number one, and makes me frustrated as someone who is trying to avoid this ingredient how much stuff I can't eat anymore. <laughs> because it's like, oh, nope, that has it too. Oh, nope, that has it too. Oh, nope, that has it too. And uh, that's sad. It makes me very sad. But hopefully, through talking about it, we can kind of gain more knowledge and be able to, again, vote with our dollar and change things. Um, a couple of things of note. I want to mention a couple of tests that were some studies that were done. One on female mice. Now, mice that were fed a diet, they were fed 25% of the calories from their diet were high fructose corn syrup, and then they also did the same exact thing with another group of female rats except they used sucrose, which is another sweetener, instead of high fructose corn syrup. What they found was that the group the female mice with the high fructose corn syrup died uh, 1.87 times more deaths and sooner deaths than female rats. And they also produced over 26% fewer offspring. So obviously that was a worse, a worse sweetener for these mice. They died faster. They produced less offspring, not a great combination. There was a book I read about a year ago, and it mentioned a couple other studies that were very eye-opening that were done on rats. One of them was they used Fruit Loops, common breakfast cereal that a lot of us 90s kids and even sooner grew up on, thinking that this is a healthy way to start your, your morning. They, took, they put these rats in a cage and they electrified the floor of the cage. On one side was a little thing, a button they could press, which would release the food and they were on the other side. And so what they did was they would have these rats come over and they would press their little button and they would get bland food. Then what they would do is they would electrify the floor of the cage. They, the rat would come over to get its bland food and they would shock the bottom of the cage. The rat would immediately like just run back and get away from the electricity because the bland food wasn't really worth getting shocked over and over and over and over again. After a couple times it was done. It was like, "You know what? I'll go without food for the day. No big deal. I'm chilling." So the rats are like, "All oh, right, we're good." So then they take these rats and they introduce them to fruit loops. They come over, they press their button, they get a nice little fruit loop. Okay? They get to do that a couple of times. Then they re-electrified that floor. Here comes the rat, boom, electrified. They run back. But here's the difference between the rats that were being fed the bland food and the rats that were being fed the Fruit Loops. The rats that were being fed Fruit Loops did not stop. No matter how many times they got shocked, they kept going over and over and over again, hoping that this would be the one time they would not get shocked and they would be able to get their Fruit Loop. That's insane, people. That is insane that a fruit loop, which I can't say for sure it contains high fructose corn syrup. I think it probably does, honestly. But a lot of sugar, a lot of uh, fat and salt. These rats were literally sort of almost brain hijacked to the point where they were willing to put their whole bodies at risk over and over and over again being electrocuted to get a fruit loop. That's mind blowing, and I'm not saying we're as susceptible to that as rats, but there is some similar, similar things, which is why, which is why we run tests on rats before doing it on other animals. We're doing it on humans because we want to build up to that. But and obviously we're not 100 like rats, but it just gives you a little inkling into how how powerful some of this this food psychology is on our brains and how it can really hijack us from being able to actually just say no to foods. Another study they did. They took, uh, I believe it was, it was sheep or bucks, I can't remember exactly, but they they had a group of them that had their regular feed and they had a group of them that they fed these different cereals and they found that the the group that was fed the cereals, even, even after they had already eaten, they were already full because they recently had a meal, the, the, the animals had the regular feed when like, they brought out the new feed, would kind of either not eat again or would approach it very, very slowly. There was no rush to get more food. The group that was introduced to the cereals, time and time again, regardless if they were full or not, would immediately, immediately, way faster than the, the, the regular feed animal group, and almost all of them would immediately book it for that extra cereal even if they had already eaten they're already full didn't matter it was it was they got to get it so it can it can that kind of food it can hijack animals and i do believe it can hijack us to an extent and that's why we need to be very careful about what we're putting into our bodies and what we're voting with with our dollars in terms of these ingredients so that is just a little bit on High fructose corn syrup. Again, hopefully, I've convinced you that this is something to be avoided. Now, as far as I wanted to give a little bit more for so those of you who are more of the the science of it, so the amount of how processed this is is kind of insane. <laughs> I looked up the process for how this is made. Okay, so here's the full breakdown. This is this is this is gonna blow your mind a little bit. So. All right, so here's the process for how this is done. We take corn, we mill it, we get cornstarch. Then we take an acid, and this is an acid enzyme process. The cornstarch solution, it's acidified to, so it begins breaking up the existing carbohydrates in it, okay? Then we add some high temperature enzymes to further metabolize the starch and convert the resulting sugars to fructose, which is what we talked about. The first enzyme is called alpha amylase, which breaks the long chains into shorter sugar chains. Then you got oligosaccharides, glu-, glu-, glu, I'm sorry, I'm butchering these names right now, glucochamase, and that's mixed in and that converts them to glucose. Then they take the solution, they filter it to remove protein, then they use activated carbon, and demineralize it using ion exchange resins. Who knows what the heck that is. Then this purified solution is run over immobilized xylose isomerase, which turns the sugars to uh, some glucose with unconverted oligosaccharides, and then some fructose. And again, demineralized again, purified using activated carbon again. And then it's processed into high fructose corn syrup with liquid chromatography and then mixed in with these different variations of it. It's just, that's insane. Like I don't even understand half of that, but that's, in, that's insane. How is that cheap? First of all, doing that that's insane, but that's just, that's how, that's how far from natural this ingredient is. It has to go through that much crazy, Messing with it to get to a point where you can eat it. That's wild. That's my, boggles my mind. And again, the farther you get from natural things, the, the worse it, it can get. So thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me your ear. Hopefully, you know a little bit more about high fructose corn syrup than you did before. And now you can read your labels on your foods, figure out what foods have it and try to substitute those, those foods. I've switched my peanut butters to peanut butters that don't contain that anymore. I've, I've switched my soups to soups that don't contain that anymore. I've switched my breads to breads that, that don't contain that anymore. You can even, I'm sure you can even find cookie variations if you still want those sweets in that don't have that. There are sodas that don't use high fructose corn syrup. Vote with your dollar. Let's get this out of our, let's get this out of our food. It's just it's it's terrible, but there is hope because it is has decreased by a significant amount. So let's keep it going. Let's keep the train a moving. We want better health. We want it now. So let's do it. Vote with your dollar. High fructose corn syrup, get it out of here. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Please subscribe. Leave a review on my podcast. You can also support me as well financially on the main page. Also, I have a Discord channel, topics with Tim. If you want to get more involved then search that up and join us. Hope you guys have a great day and I will see you on the next pod.